sometimes you just feel tired, feel weak, and when you feel weak, you feel like you want to just give up, but you got to search within you, try to find that inner strength, and just pull that shit out of you, and get that motivation to not give up, and not be a quitter, Back in, Taco Tuesday edition of our coaching search. 303-831-1340, the hotline, the go fast energy drink text line. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate the interaction and their participation. Lots to talk about. Obviously, got 13 candidates here. And I think there's a couple more people, to be honest with you. I got to take one more little delve and dive in here. To see if there's one more coaching candidate we're leaving off of the, you know, radar here, I guess so. Uh, Andrew is in for Jake. I am Danny Williams. We appreciate you guys being with us. Lots of ways to get involved with the show. We want to hear from you guys, all of you guys. Uh, we'll check the text here. And uh, we got somebody waiting. Oh, we got my guy too. Uh, we'll get him in here in just about uh, the end of the segment here. Uh, okay, so the criteria. What's the criteria that we know for the next Broncos head coach? Well, George Payton said he wants someone who's going to do everything and run everything. Okay? Uh, and what he meant by that is he's not going to run the defense and let some offensive coordinator handle the offense. That's what Vic Fangio did. Epic fail. He wants someone who, again, you come from the offensive side or the defensive side, but you got to be able to run and contribute and understand and participate. <laughs> I would uh, in all facets of 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 every aspect of the on the field product. Okay. So leadership, Joe Ellis, a leader, uh, mentioned that as well as George Payton. And they want, I think, a guy who, man, I'll tell you, like sounds and looks and acts the part. A leader of men, okay? John Harbaugh just has a look, and Mike Tomlin just looks like a head coach. It's what these guys look like. Bill Belichick looks like an old school kind of football coach. These are three great ones. But also, you know, who else are the great ones out there? Andy Reid? Eh, I don't think, you know, he's a great one. And not every circumstance is a guy got to look like Harbaugh or Tomlin where he's like, you know, the guy's working out with the team kind of stuff, you know. But I think that's what makes those guys unique and special. Uh, young guy in McVeigh, kind of like... Um, Everyone's like the who's the guy at the front? Not the in the dorms. He's on every floor. There's one of them. Oh, the RA. The RA. Okay, I mean that's like McVay. That's what like Brandon Staley does. He's like everyone's friend. He'll get you out of trouble. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sneak that. Sneak that alcohol in, whatever. But like, you still got to have control. You still, you know, have to have control. But you're like one of the guys, kind of like man. You know, the floors like one of the dudes. I think, you know, there's too much of that. Like, it goes in the wrong direction, like Vance. There was too much of that with Vance. So that being some, I guess, of the criteria, okay, of our guys on the list here, Brian Flores, Kellen Moore, Dan Quinn, Nathaniel Hackett, 
Jonathan Gannon, Gerard Mayo, Brian Callahan, Doug Peterson, Todd Bowles, Eric Bienemy, Brian Dable, Matt Eberfluss, and Leslie Frazier. Who could we eliminate off of that list, Andrew? Who could we just start eliminating right now? Who can uh, go from that list in your eyes? Oh, uh, the Eberfluss kid. Okay. Mainly because I don't think anybody actually knows his name. Well, not only that, I can't imagine myself saying Coach Eberfluss. On the opposite, Eric Bienemy. Coach Bienemy. It's like, I love the way it sounds. He's getting bonus points for that. Okay. He might stick around a couple extra rounds because of that. Okay. Um, also, the enemy can be eliminated from the list, in my opinion. Why? The fact that he's had so many interviews over the past couple of years well, and hasn't landed anything just kind of. It takes some luster off. It does. I understand what you're saying. But also, Andrew, you might, you know, Mile High Sports isn't your last destination. You might. You know, have five or six different interviews at places. You're like, well, I got the interview. Not everyone gets interview, and it didn't work out. And you're like, it wasn't meant to be. It might be your 10th interview. Bro, we have Sean's data plot River Mortgage on all the time. Um, actually, the people who bought our house, same thing. Put offers like on 12, 10 houses before we were able to, you know, overcharge them dramatically for our house. Um, <laughs> and you have to fall in love with the house to be able to go and like, okay, uh, hey, realtor guy. Yeah, you know, we like it. Put put that offer in. You put an offer in, if they accept it, you're living in that house. You're buying that house and there's no getting out of it. Well, there is, but there's not. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's like, uh, I don't know, man. It just hasn't happened for B enemy yet. That's what I think. Okay? Uh, that's, that's That's fair. Okay, um, I'm going to eliminate Jonathan Gannon because there's better out there. I'm not taking a gamble on a, fir- a first-year head coach. I think that actually might be part of the, unless it's a very unique situation, like maybe Nathaniel Hackett, you have to be a previous head coach in this league, I, I-, I think. So um, Ger- uh, Gerard Mayo, I- I'm eliminating him off the list. I just crossed him off the list. Let's bring Chuck in here. Chuck, are you there? Howdy. Hey, you know the... Yeah, I'm here. Hey, so you got a new helper, huh? Oh, just for today in a couple days. Okay. Well, we've been through a bunch of helpers. Yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah. This is Andrew, the helper. Hey, we got your back, Andy, if you got a rumble. We do have your back. Yeah. Blood in, blood out. Yeah. Um, So, of, (laughs) of our coaching candidates, who do you like? Okay, this is my top three. Eric Bieniemy, Doug Peterson, and um, oh, skip third. Two out of three, bad. Yeah, you got. To, you got. Okay, yeah, that's okay. The, the we need to wait till the playoffs are over, God. so we can get the right coach. A couple of years ago, we hurried up and took a coach before the playoffs were over. Yeah, you see how that worked out. I think we should ask Gary Kubiak what he thought. I think so, too. I think we should he's ask Gary Kubiak, too, to be honest with you. He's the offensive coordinator for the Minnesota Vikings. No, he's Vikings out. He's draft. out. No, his son is now. He doesn't do anything now. Oh, well, that's good. I stressed Yeah, that's you're good. off. You're off. What about Mike Shanahan? Is he on your list? Yeah. Uh, uh, definitely. I like uh, cause, uh <laughs> but then I think of Joe Gibbs. 
when he came back they after made the like playoffs. 15 years. He made, they made the playoffs one year when he came back. They won 10 games. Yeah, but he, the game kind of passed him by, I thought. Eh, okay. You never know. But, uh, yeah, Mike Shanahan has got to be better than John Fox or Vance Joseph. And that's the, what we're comparing him to now. I think you have to have a head coach with previous experience to be... But the Broncos always took the head offensive coordinator of the best team. That's how we got Dan Reeves. He was the offensive coordinator of Dallas. Then we got Mike Shanahan, offensive coordinator of the San Francisco 49ers, right after they won the Super Bowl. And then, then I... we took... But then we took Jay Mack. And that, that theory kind of went bust there. Have you seen Brian Dable? No. He's like big, a beard, he's bald, he's like, looks like a former lineman or something. He, I kind of like the way he looks. Hey, looks is half of it. It is. He's been the I, offensive coordinator for Buffalo since 2018. Look what they've done with Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah. Hey, but these yeah. other coaches, like, Sean McDermott and Sean McVay and all the Shans. They look like golf pro or a oh tennis pro. Damn, this guy, they Brian, Brian Dable. Really look like a pro football coach. This Brian Dable's been around the block. He was the offensive no, coordinator like with the Browns. Yeah, he he was the Browns football co- uh, a co- offensive coordinator for a couple years in 2009 to 2010. Dolphins offensive coordinator 2011. Chiefs offensive coordinator in 2012. Uh, Patriots tight ends coach for four years. Alabama's offensive coordinator in 2017. Wow. And uh, Buffalo's um, offensive coordinator the last three or four years. He's he's been around the block. You may have too much experience, like. Uh the last guy we just had, Big Ben Show. No, he's only 46. For 40 years in the he's NFL. He's only 46. He's only 46. Oh, okay. Big so Ben Show was 146 years old. Yeah. <laughs> At least. Hey, but I like Big Ben Show. I could hang out with him. Eh. Got some nice pasta. All the meatballs. You know, Chicago. Yeah. You know. All right. Hey, hey, got, uh, yeah, what's hey, up? What's up? Uh, one more thing. Okay. How about them dogs? Oof, 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 oof. I always wanted to do that. But that's a long time since they were champs, 40 years. Yeah, it's a long time. Yeah. Herschel Walker? Always, was Herschel Walker on those teams? They're always like no. in second place. So, I mean, they've been in second place for 40 years. Yeah. And, and uh, finally they kicked the door down. Kirby Smart. Hey, we got to go. Good stuff. Stetson Bennett. I, I, people are hard up. I expect to see him in the NFL. No, no, no. He's a scrub. Hey, no. they've had some real bad ones in there. That guy, what was he, 30-year-old rookie? Uh, Winky? Wheaton. Yeah, that one, too. Chris Winky. Chris Winky. But uh, Wheaton? Yeah. He was 32 when he was a rookie in the NFL or whatever. Hey, we got to go. You guys have the best show on this side of Mississippi. Thanks, buddy. Bye. Peace. Bye. All right, uh, back uh, on the other side, have a guest. Our guy Andy's in here, uh, hanging out with us for a couple segments. We got to right across three names of our list. We have 10 guys. I don't know how I'm going to eliminate and get down to one. I don't think I can really do it, to be honest with you. Damn, it's hard. Back on their side, Miley Sports. If it feels right, then in from my heart. If you feel like it, take me
Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. In on a Taco Tuesday edition of the program, We've got Andy the Fifth from Culture Street. And Andy, how are you, bro? Yo, good morning. How are you, man? Doing well. I like what you're doing today here. No, no. Oh, too too loud or too no, quiet? No, I can't hear myself ne- at all. Yeah, that better. Mm, no, yeah, that's the wrong yeah. one. There we go. There yep, now. There we go. There you go. Oh yeah, yep, perfect. Right, I like this little uh, combo you got here today. Thank you, bro. I like yeah. the pink on the brown. Oh yeah. Earth tones and pink. Dang, the pink on the brown. Look at you. Wow. Okay. Uh, So what we're doing here is there's one, two, three, four, five, six. There's 13 coaches. I already got mine. Okay, listen, don't give me yours yet, because we right. have 13, and we've only eliminated three. And okay. by the end of the show here, we're going to just kind of have one guy. So I want your list and your guys. Okay. But I don't want there's like... Well, I only have one guy. I don't have a list. Okay, well, that's okay, too. All right. All right. You know, so... Okay, so for one, how's uh, how's it going? How Doing are well. you? How are you Doing feeling? Well. Everything's good? Everything's it's January. Good? Yeah. So, you know, a little stressful on the retail side, right? Because yeah. January, February is going to be our leanest months. Of the year. Of the year. Yeah. And then, you know, because like the next thing we're waiting for is, uh, yeah, taxes. Yeah, tax you know, season. Tax and like the spring and stuff like that. You That's know, when people. February, mid-February, huh? people start. Because like you see, you'll have the people that do their taxes the first week of January. They already got yeah. everything lined up. No you doubt. Know, they get their W-2s, da-da-da-da, bam. So by end of January, you'll start seeing some trickling coming in. By end of February, it's full steam tax season. People are spending that refund check. Yeah. Yep. Okay, cool. So so uh, we just got to hold on until then. Grip. December grip was great. Bit. So yeah. Yeah, good. Good for right. you guys. Um, so, you know, how's the shop? Good. I mean, it's full. Is it as Real good? full. Do you have as good a stuff right now as you've ever had? Or is there like, you know, other times you might have had some, you know, a little bit better selection of sneaks, but this is what you get because of... You know, and it's kind of it's kind of where it cycles because I'm constantly trying to, uh, like, play catch up. Yeah. And so I'll be going around the store and I'm going to go, oh, my God, I'm so low on bape. Mm-hmm. I need more bape shark hoodies, this, this and that. Mm-hmm. So then I'll put a bunch of money towards that. Mm-hmm. Well, that'll tie up some money and then I can't do, you know, I have yeah. to cover payroll. So I can't just go back to the sneaker section. And go, oh, my God, eight, eight and a half is really, really low. I need yeah. to buy more eight, eight and a half. Dang it. I just tied up a bunch of money in bape. Yeah. And so I think it's but it's, it's gotten to a that's place what the game today is. That's what this where I'm more fuller in all my areas. Yeah. But there's but still some areas where I wish I had. I think better. that's kind of too like but like you got to look at the pure what's in the store right, right now. And it just sells. That's the problem. Well, it's good and bad, it, right? it, it's good and bad, but also like like as much as you guys have a lot of stuff and, yeah. you know, there's, you're moving stuff all the time, all the yep. time, all the time. There's stuff like yep. it's kind of cool. Like when you yeah, I don't know, like you when you see <laughs> for one, it'll, it'll be like, oh. Like if I bring something and I see it on the rack, I'm like, oh, yep. all right, I'm gonna keep my eye on that, yep. you know. And it's cool. The it coolest sells. is when we literally put it on, like cool it comes out from the back, yeah, and it goes on the counter, not even hitting the floor yet. And wow. people are walking by, going, "Hey, what size is that? Ten and a half? Oh, I'm a ten and a half. I'll take it." Like, yeah, gone. Yeah, it happens every day. That's cool. Yep. Okay. Um. So all right, that's good, man. Um. Well, I mean, like for one, you know, we, I thought, you know, we like. You guys, we think the culture is really cool and unique. I mean, like we like a little kind of partnership we have with you guys here. For sure. And we just think that there's. How's that radio ad going You're along? so unique. Oh, did you, we, there's th- like three different versions. Of All right. It. Make sure I get that. Make okay. sure I hear that. Yeah. Is it going? He's, so it's going to go. I through? heard it. It sounds good. You okay. did a good job. Good, good, good. Did All you right. hear yourself? I didn't hear it. Yeah. You didn't hear like just yourself? I just myself. I did. And what did yep, you think? That yep. was good. Yeah. So I mean, like where you. I want to hear what the music now. Everyone and, hears themselves. Yeah. And they're like. 
oh, I don't like the way I sound. Well, or I'm like, to, I like the way I sound. I'm on Instagram, bro. Yeah. I'm on, I'm look. I'm talking sure. all the time. So I'm, I'm actually used to hearing how I sound. I think so some of that stuff, like the selfie stuff or like the little video things or like the TikTok, that's taken some people's fear yeah. of yeah. public speaking oh, away yeah. or something. I remember back in the 80s, More 90s when people. I first got my first, you know, Walkman Pager. or whatever it was, I, <laughs> I recorded myself on. Yeah. What? what? Who is that yeah. guy? Even yeah. like listening to your recording, it's like, oh, yeah. hey, this is Danny. Oh, I'm not here right now, oh, so yeah. I can't answer, but I'll call you back if you leave me a message. Right. Okay, bye. Right. It's like, I sound like a douche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Culture Street's good. That's good. Yeah, man. Um, do you know what? I, 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 so, like, I, we talk about Todd all the time. Like, he was on the Burnham Law. You know, he's mm-hmm. like... In Hawaii, I have the diamond doesn't look stuff yeah. like that guy. But like they're opening another spot in like Westminster. Yeah. I was like eight locations or seven locations Damn. for Todd. Yeah. You know, and he his commercial, which is like one of these commercials that still runs, he's like, Hey, start you know, I started in a basement. You know right. what I mean? Like right. and it's kind of true. So I kind of think it's cool that when there's three or four or five Colster streets all over town, yeah, that we were kind of gathered on the you know Oh, it's gonna happen. I think that's sick, bro. Right. And and they're gonna be community based. I was just thinking about that yesterday yeah. where I'm like you know, when we moved our store from Northside to, to over here at Lone Tree, mm-hmm. we lost all of our customers that used totally. to come to us. No doubt. There is a 10, 15 minute drive that people are willing oh, to man. drive in, right? You like ha- I throw up a story and they have to have that shoe. People who live 20, 25 minutes, they're not coming. Here's the comp. There's how many people do you hear? Oh, I haven't been downtown in years. Oh, yeah. I haven't been to the, that mall in years. Because yep. people are yep. so, you know, clicky to their areas. And that's right. just kind of what it is. That's just kind of how we people live their lives. We all are. So, you know, again, I, you know, now that I'm a Highlands Ranch guy, I, you know, I, yep. I'm kicking it in Thornton and North Glen. Right. Like I was back when I was an OG. I'm no, sure you don't like have that, the same liquor store anymore, right? No, you, you've changed, I don't. You know, Got a new one. about words in your Jenny's Market. <laughs> it's a dude. He's a whole Nice. Dude, he's cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so I got uh, Brian Flores, Kellen Moore, Dan Quinn, Nathaniel Hackett. I eliminated uh, Jonathan Gannett. I eliminated Gerard Mayo. Brian Callahan's a 37 year old. He's not the old Brian Callahan. He's the new Brian Callahan. 37 year old offensive coordinator for Cincinnati. Uh, Doug Peterson, Todd Bowles, Eric Bieniemy, Brian Dable. I eliminated uh, Matt Eberflus. Hmm. I can't be. You know, let's let's go uh, to the press conference right now and get. Coach Eberflus. I just couldn't do it, right. I don't think, for the next th- <laughs> two or three years. So, okay. Leslie Frazier, I'm eliminating. Okay. Leslie Frazier is been, um, he's interviewed for this job two other times. This will be the third time. Okay. The third time that Leslie Frazier uh, will have interviewed to be the head coach of, of the Denver Broncos. So, um, I don't. I think he's. He, you know, the knock on Les. He's uh, was the former head coach for for the um, Vikings, right? Leslie Frazier was the Vikings for a couple years, and right now he's been with Buffalo. He's the uh, DC of Buffalo, and they've had a bunch of success. Not as good a success this year as they did last year, but he's well respected. He's sixty two. Mm. Um, mm. let's see here. Yes, Vikings head coach to, to 11 to 13. Buccaneers defensive coordinator after that with the Ravens after that. Uh, do you know what? He's eliminated. So what, yeah, what I'm puts him on the list? Do you know there was a relationship the franchise had with him and Elway had with him? He was a guy that Elway liked. And that was a little bit now when we're seeing George Payton's search, you're realizing the problem with Elway's search. Elway's search was like, all right, here's our five guys we're interviewing. 
And they were like open with it and all that. And like, there was like, you know, very transparent on the social and stuff like that, getting to know the guys. But there's just five guys. Right. I have a list of 13 guys, and that's just kind of the guys we know of. There's guys who, these are because they're, you know, um, had to go ask for permission, go through a process. That's how kind of the Schefters and the guys even know right. about this kind of stuff. So the Broncos aren't telling everybody this. Yep. But there's also guys like Doug Peterson, who was fired last year, has been out of football for a year, who they don't have to request permission. So there's probably another three or four or five guys is what I'm so saying. So the question I, I, I have for this one is, yeah. what's the culture going to be like now? Well, it, it depends. It's all right? what Elway's not really running the show anymore. Well, the culture will be defined by the head coach, I think. And then do we want an inexperienced offensive coordinator who's never been a head coach right now? It depends right who now? the head coach is right now. Is my head coach— It depends coach... on the culture. How much is the culture going to allow that inexperienced coach to let lead me, his team? Let me give you an example, okay? So Dan Quinn was the head coach of the Falcons, mm-hmm. okay? He took them to a Super Bowl where they lost. His offensive coordinator was the young Kyle Shanahan, right, who was right. a mastermind, and then parlayed that into his own head yeah, coaching position. Right, right, so yeah. Dan Quinn oversaw the team— Handled the defense and did have a say in the offense, but let his young hotshot offense on corner to come in and do. So that's the who we're looking for. That thirty-five to forty-five age I, no, guy. I, that's, listen, n- listen. A I whiz. would say. I'd say no. Is he the play caller? Listen, I. Uh, um. Yes, he has to be the play caller. Well, again, already. Cause so, because uh, you can eliminate probably a few more just right there alone. Well, Cliff Kingsbury is uh, calls the plays. Is a college head coach who somehow got the Cardinals job. They've turned it around. He's been incredible there. He's you know he's really calling the shots mm. and running the offense and calling the plays like Matt Lafleur in Green Bay. So, part of the criteria I think, and that's from what they told us. You know, the Broncos themselves is um, an experienced leader. So that tells me a guy who has been a head coach before. So I'm eliminating Nathaniel Hackett, but I'm putting a star right here because Nathaniel Hackett's the offensive coordinator of the Packers. And if if Aaron Rodgers wants to... Nathaniel Hackett to be his head coach, right. then Nathaniel Hackett could be the Denver Broncos yeah, head coach. We'll, you know, we'll okay. make that okay. work. But star. in, in a sense, star. I'm eliminating him. Brian Callahan, 37 years old. I can't do that. Too young. Cincinnati's had a great, you know, he might be the next great one, but also because, you know. He's it, not the whiz. He's got a young head coach himself who's barely 40 years old. Mm-hmm. So just because, you know, they poop in the same toilet doesn't right. mean that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. That, yep. uh, okay, so. Uh, Brian Dable, I am eliminating. Why? He's, I like him. He looks like a head coach. Okay. And he's looks. been, listen, Man, he, that's, yeah, well, looks. Oh, that's half the battle, bro. It is. I'll, be, I'll be honest. That's always my problem with Vic. It's half the problem in he never life. Looked like I, a head coach, I know I have to yeah, bet on life. I, I really honestly believe I'm that because, too, damn it. you know, it's just kind of the truth, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, don't we? We don't marry off of, you know, personality is part of it, but yeah. we didn't, I didn't get attracted to my wife because of her personality. Right. You no, know what I, I mean? So I, I eliminated Brian Dable and I actually kind of like presidential. him. Yeah, you're right. Like, <laughs> like Trump said, I'm going to be so presidential, yeah. you know, before he, so, okay. So I'm down to, I eliminated Dable, Eberflus, Frazier, Brian Callahan, Gerard Mayo, Jonathan Gannon, and Nathaniel Hackett. Let's go to break. Okay. And come back. I, I like where you're. Yeah, who does that lead? You're kind of helping me here. Yeah. Brian Flores, okay. Kellen Moore, and Dan Quinn, the young off hotshot offensive coordinator for the Cowboys, who I'm eliminating. But of all these young guys, he's the most coveted. He's mm. the most surest thing to the next Sean McVay of the Rams or Matt so LaFleur. That means other teams are gunning for him then. Lots of other teams. Yeah. 
And if you can land him, though, again, but I don't see the Broncos. That's a win. That's a win. Someone like that. I don't think so either. I think they need someone to. Uh, there's a lot of young talent on this roster who's um, realized young talent and had success as a head coach before, right. even or some failures as well. So Kellamore's eliminated. That leaves Brian Flores, Dan Quinn, Doug Peterson, Todd Bowles, who coached the Jets, who's now the defensive coordinator of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the yep. world champion Buccaneers, yep. Yep. who can win in, with the Jets. He was in a no-win situation. And I have to eliminate Eric Bieniemy, who mm. I really like. The ties here, I love, you know. Um, you take the offensive corner away from the Kansas City Chiefs. Maybe the Chiefs but think that after he's Andy Reid, old so, man, yeah. big fatso is going to be move on or have a heart yeah. attack or something. Then he'll be, you know, lead them for the next 10 years. After you take that, you're taking, you're getting a good coach and you're taking something away from Kansas City. Right. But again, under our criteria the, and the Broncos criteria, I've eliminated him. That leaves one, two, three, four guys. We'll tell you who those guys are on the other side. It's my life sports. You ready? He grabbed that right there. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. We are back in on a Taco Tuesday edition of the program. Got Andy the Fifth from Culture Street in with us, hanging out. He's actually helped me with his coaches. You know what? You helped me um, (laughs) sort through our real kind of uh, and eliminate guys by process of simply, purely um, what the Broncos themselves have said emphasized someone's going to run the entire operation, mm-hmm. someone with experience and someone with real leadership capabilities. Okay. So I think that was a sh- couple th- those are all sh- a little bit shots at Vic Fangio mm. or like those things Vic wasn't. Vic was, had a reputation for, um, you know, he and that's was- probably what they were looking for in Vic. Uh, right? Do you know what? I think maybe they thought they were going to get the Belichickian kind of old grizzled old school yeah, football coach yeah, in him. Exactly. But the way he handled himself uh, through some of his players, you know, never got along with Von Miller mm-hmm. um, through some of, you know, the, his assistants under the bus, uh, even to his dying days, you know, till they asked him his last press conference and the final loss. What has been the difference between you and the rest of the division, this team and the rest of the division? He goes, I think it's pretty obvious that these, the rest of the teams in this division have top flight A plus quarterbacks. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> I threw his quarterback under the Well, bus. you know, it was, a, it, was it a diss at Teddy and Drew Locke? Kind of, but also well, how like. Does someone admit that they are uninspiring. They just, they, they, you just can't, they're just not going to do that to themselves. So you know, he has to blame someone. It's else. a guy gripping, you know, like a yeah. Top Gun. Cougar mm. would grip too tight and he lost the edge. <laughs> Remember that? And that's why Maverick and Goose, that's what you two characters are going to Top Gun. So, I mean, this is the end for Vic. Do you see him going anywhere else? A defensive coordinator, yeah. 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 His defense was great this year. Yeah. And do you know what? Yeah. This is no, without Vaughn, Bradley Chubb, who's supposed to be the next Vaughn. They hardly contributed this season. Um, you're supposed to have this incredible secondary that didn't really transpire, was kind of decimated by injury a little bit, and your rookie, Patrick Sertan, has to kind of step up. Uh, other than Justin Simmons, there's no stars. This is like a no-name defense. Right. Sertan's a star, okay, but he's a rookie too. There's a couple Young. guys. But Young. like as good statistically as this defense was, Vic Fangio's great at coordinating defense. He's been it is the great reason at, why the record wasn't worse. When he was yeah. here in Chicago, before he was here in Chicago, the defense was great. Before that, his history was with the uh, 49ers, a couple other spots. 
he's a great defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. But you know that doesn't mean you know that that translates to great head coach. That's that's the rub. That's the job. That's the why. That's the commission of the. I mean, what, uh, that's the of the owner to find a guy. You know, man, it must I be mean, tough. What's the percentage of defensive coordinators becoming successful head coaches versus offensive coordinators? <sighs> Do you know what? I have no clue. That's very it's interesting. Do you know that. we should? Um, let's okay. Let's. Who are the best head coaches in the league right now? Uh, Bill Belichick and Andy Reid. There's one for offense, one for defense. Uh, Pete Carroll, mm. that's one for defense. Yet his offense is at USC. I'd call him the true jack of all trades. But he came from the defensive kind of, you know, philosophy. Yep. Uh, Mike Tomlin, defense. Jim Harbaugh, special teams. Okay. Um, give me another head coach worth a damn. Mike Shanahan. Okay, now we go. Now you got to go like all got time. Older, right. Parcells defense. Mike Shanahan offense. Uh, well, this will kill me, but Sean McVay is offense from yeah. the uh, Mike Shanahan coaching tree. Um, yeah. Lafleur, tons of success. That's another Mike Shanahan coaching tree, I believe. Um, I That's think big. it's kind of split down the middle a little bit, to be honest with you. But okay, just from so what I was saying, so we, so we can't rely on that. No, there yeah. is no. And no. you know what? Do what everyone's doing too. Let's bring uh, our guy in here. It's not day, but it's night. Hey, night. Night. Danny, what are we doing here? You, uh, when we talk about quarterbacks, someone brings up Jimmy G, or they say Locke had a good game. You say, let's raise our standards. Yes. You're looking for another John Fox or just someone who will bring us back to respectability. They've already been a coach. They couldn't get it done elsewhere. They might make us average or maybe get to the playoffs. Okay, let me but ask you, the- by, by saying this, because the only guys on my list left are Brian Flores, Dan Quinn, Doug Peterson, and Todd Bowles. And again, this list is a little bit of like the Broncos have asked to talk to 13 guys. Based off their criteria, I eliminated those other guys. Do I like the idea of Gerard Mayo, a former player like that, 35 years old? That's interesting to me. That kind of turns me on a little bit. The Eric Bieniemy stuff, that's interesting to me. But I just don't know if the Broncos are going to go in that direction. Out of who you have left, Flores is at the top of my list. Over but Dan Quinn? Why don't you today, like Dan Quinn? Uh, man, I don't. after he kind of just lost the Super Bowl, even though it was Kyle Shanahan's fault, you could just see them progressing. He kind of lost grip of the team. But You're maybe right. a fresh new start. I could, I could get behind that. But okay. I like the, uh, the idea of Mayo. Yeah. Look at Mike Vrabel, he, what he's doing in Tennessee. Totally. Same thing. Played yes. under Belichick, like coached under Belichick. He's now one of the best coaches in the league. Titans are in the playoffs every year with him. And I like the idea of Brian Dable if we're not going to be able to See get a Wilson or Rodgers because you, you, you've seen him develop Damn. a quarterback. Dable, check this out, has off. worked under Bill Belichick. He's worked under Nick Saban, went to college and helped them win a national championship. After you know, Went from, MB, uh, um, went from NFL to the college football game back to the NFL. He's coordinated in a bunch of different places. He's kind of seen it all. And he's only 46. If there's a best, if there's a best of both worlds guys, who's like slightly, it would be considered younger and a new head coach. Yet a guy who's kind of seen a lot life experience. Yeah. And I you know, he looks like a coach. He's looks the part. I like that. Brian Dable kind of looks the part. And he's probably hungry for that head coaching shot. No doubt. You know, you need someone with some fire, get up in there. Interesting. Let's, uh, Let's broaden the uh, spectrum of just uh, okay. having to have already coached. You know, Flores is the one who uh, didn't get a fair deal and was do you doing know a good what? job. So I, I like, like this. I like. Do you know what? Tomorrow we're gonna do the where it's like, where what my heart wants list. 
But we're going to finish this list here off based off the Broncos criteria of experience, leadership, running the whole organization, and um, someone who, um, you know, what was what else did uh, George Payton said he wants someone who's going to be a, a leadership. They got to, again, that look the part, mm-hmm. steal the room, get up in front of the press conference and don't bull crap like Vance Joseph, Mr. Nice Guy, and don't be the, um, the worst interview on planet Earth like Vic Fangio. <laughs> yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Right. So, um, you know, taking everything personal, like when you lose a game, it's like, bro, it's just part of the job. We got to do this. Yep. You know, don't be mad at us because of it, you know? So uh, what else, Knight? Good stuff. Uh, real quick, Andrew, for your date, maybe maybe go ace ping pong. You know, get some drinks and ping Ooh. pong. You get the, you get the experience. You know, an activity going. You don't stack yourself into Damn. a corner. That's risky, though. That's risky. Because well. some girls be competitive, yo. I know. Stubins yeah. too. But I, I like know. your your. I like where you're at with I you. I do. And you know what? Maybe like a little pool little... seems safer. Putt putt. Putt putt. Monster. Ooh, that, that urban Ooh. putt downtown. Yep. They got the yep. drinks with it. If you yes, know, urban, urban putt. putt. That's a good idea too. Actually, last date I went on there, and hey, it's great. And, and, I, and you know what? Hey, on that date, Noit at the end had tons of sex too. <laughs> yes, good job, Noit. See, we're trying to help you out here, Andrew. All right, um, it's uh, it's much noted. Hey, uh, one recommendation for a restaurant yeah. is uh, Cheesecake Factory. Oh, because yes. that way you're gonna find out how picky she is, bro. Oh, right. There's no way she can't find something on that menu, and if she can't find something, I don't know, bro. That's a red good flag. call. Because that like literally, do you know? Listen, do you know what we got when we get there? We get an Italian nachos, a marsala, and then like sometimes we'll get because the the girls want to share a kid salmon. That's about the polar opposite of every last little thing you can get there. Yep. You know, other than like a I myself hate and fry. the menu. I can't, I can't stand it's a too much stuff. Too much. But for a date, not bad. Like that's not Dang. that's not Applebee's, right? What part of town are you guys gonna? <laughs> what part of town are you guys gonna be in? Uh, probably in Aurora. Uh oh. All right, lots of options. Uh, let me see here. <laughs> okay. PT. There you go. No, 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 no. Don't, don't take it to the stampede. Uh, hey, we gotta go, Noit. Good stuff, bro. All right, later, boys. Later. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Any- so look, what's the ages on all those the last four that you got? Okay, um, Brian Flores. You're all about looks. I'm more about life experience. Okay. So I'm going to be like, that 35-year-old, he's pretty much eliminated Okay, already. I will do that homework on the break because I think that's the beauty of some of these. All these guys have former head coaching experience. Dan Quinn lost a, a Super Bowl. Doug Peterson won an epic Super Bowl um, against Tom Brady. Wait, no, did they be? Yeah, against Tom Brady. Um the Philly, what was that play they ran? Where uh, the Philly special, the Philly special, where the quarterback goes out, right, and catches the ball. Tom Brady and the Patriots ran the play in the Super Bowl before, couldn't convert it. They said, "Let us show you guys how to do this." Who's he a product of? Who? Uh, Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn is a product of. Uh, he, he's um, he's a right now coordinating the defense. But who's he under? Who did he come under? Um. I'm not sure his coaching right, tree. So he's not a Belichick. We'll or a, no, he's not right. a Belichickian. He's a uh, Dan Quinn was a Legion of Boom. He's a Pete Carroll disciple mm, from the Seahawks. Mm. Helped build the Legion of Boom, one of the greatest defenses yep. in the history of Pete the Nash. We already did it. Yep. Forget it. Um, let's go to break. <laughs> Danny Williams, Andy the Fifth from Culture Street, yep. in with us, helping us. We got a good one here. Uh, it's Miley Sports.
The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Final segment of the show. 303-831-1340. The hotline, the Go Fast Energy Drink Text. If you want to jump on, we'll find some time for you real quick. Maybe some text over there. I don't know what you got back there and some text. You can give us a couple of those too. Uh, if you would like to, Andrew, we have uh, of our 13 candidates, we have narrowed it down to four. And I think this is a based off the Broncos own criteria that they gave us. This is not my ultimate wish list. It's not um, because I would have Dable, Biennemi and Nathaniel Hackett and Gerard Mayo still on my list. I would I need to hear what those guys have to say if I'm the Broncos. But in terms of previous head coaching experience, uh, leaders of men and will, in a sense, run the entire program. Like I think, quote unquote, uh, George Payton said that leaves um, Brian Flores, Dan Quinn, uh, Doug Peterson and Todd Bowles left um, as the guys who kind of fit that mold. So um, Brian Flores is 40 years old. Ooh. He is from the... That's young. He is, but of these guys right now. So here's his situation. Mm. He's coached the Dolphins the last three years. He came from Bill Belichick in New England, okay, that coaching tree. First year in uh, any spot, uh, they couldn't win in Miami. The second year, which was last year, they went 10-6. and six Yep. With Tua and with Ryan Fitzpatrick um, as as their quarterback. Basically the same kind of talent level of quarterback that we had here. Right. This season, um, they um, had some injuries. Their quarterback was hurt. They were one in seven, but they won seven straight games. The only, the only team in NFL history to lose seven and then win seven in a row. Lost, had to win out, had to win their last two, lost to the Titans, the, the best team in the AFC. Yep. And if it wasn't for that, they, would have made the playoffs. They beat New England on the regular season finale. He had a winning record. So Vic was right. He had a winning record in he two of his three seasons. He did have an A1 quarterback. He did have an A1 quarterback. That's for sure. Okay. But Brian Flores had two winning seasons there. Okay. Yep. I mean, looks the part was having success, I think. Because everyone's shocked. He That was the biggest shocker of this coaching um, cycle here. That he's on the list? That he was fired yesterday. Oh, right. That he's like, no one can believe he was fired. Like, they think something had to, there must be something up their sleeves, like uh, Jim Harbaugh from Michigan or something oh, like that. Yeah. Go get, or, oh, you know, yeah. something crazy like that. Something Do you know what GM. I think was they want to trade for Deshaun Watson, who has 22 sexual uh, misconduct allegations against mm, him? Classy. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Right. Um, there's something to a happy ending and a rub and a tug, but 22 different, you know, that's right. something. So what do they need? Salary crap room? Um, I think that Brian Flores didn't want to coach him and was uh, against the move. Yeah, sure. And the Dolphins hey, are the hey. one team who's been out there saying, be. okay, they, they went to report, the Dolphins went to Deshaun Watson and said, we have a trade done if you settle these 22 cases. And he mm. hasn't done that yet. Damn. So and 22. that's on top of Brian Flores might be saying, I don't want to coach this guy. And I don't think he's better than Tua. And I think this is a mistake for the franchise and the organization. And if you tell rich white owners something is this a that he theory? Yes. It is a theory. But also, but it's, it's a good one. It's a real good theory. Because if it's true, that's mad respect. It's a real good theory. Yeah. Because he yeah. shouldn't be fired. He right. is a guy who, of all these guys, didn't deserve to be fired. His team was on the come up. Right. But that's he's the proven. problem with leadership. Like, you know, your boss says, do this. Yeah. You got to do it. 
That's true. You know, or you get fired. It's that is true. But that is true. This is probably going to open up a really good opportunity. He will. For him. Uh, so of all these thirteen guys, only about three or four of our list here will um, land one of the six openings, right. and then other teams will have their own list of guys. Right. You see like what I'm saying? How many? Like so, you, on your last, you have I many? You got four. Still? Yeah. Who will be? How many of those are going to be gunned after super percent. hard Listen, by other teams? Dan Quinn, Brian Flores, Kellen Moore, Doug Peterson. And Brian Dable, maybe, are so almost you did the sure reverse of that. What would be their number ones? Is Denver any of their number ones? Um, For what team? The Dolphins? No, these these last four coaches that you got. Because you're like, these Absolutely. are who I would choose. Are these they... are who the Broncos would choose. No, these are not who right, I would but choose. But would they choose the Broncos? Would these coaches choose the Broncos? Would they choose the Broncos? I think, yes, they would. Out of the nine I, openings right now? I think they Denver's would. Denver's going to be number one well, on that list? You know, we talked about that. There's the Raiders. There's the Dolphins that's yeah. open. Um, there is the Vikings that is open. That's a position. That's a job that's open. That's a good job. And then there's the Chicago Bears, which I think is an overrated job. Again, there's tons of history market, there. Yeah. The market, all that kind of stuff. But, like, you'll be never good enough there. And uh, um, I just think, um, I don't know. I think that you, I think the Broncos is the most coveted job by far. Mm. Okay, and none of those other jobs really have a quarterback situation that's much better than the Broncos. The Raiders have Derek Carr and the Vikings have Kirk Cousins, but those guys are like milk toast. I don't think those guys are big upgrades from Teddy. Mm -hmm. And again, Derek Carr just, you know, had a great game, helped the Raiders into the playoffs. Don't get me wrong. He's better than Teddy, but like better as Teddy's a six and he's a seven. Not Betty that not Teddy's a six and he's an an eight or a nine. Mm -hmm. Not a huge gap there. Yep. So, uh, but that's a great question. So Denver market is appealing. Well, the Broncos as a franchise are one of the real stalwart uh, legacy brands in the NFL. But so how much of can, it is the actual area? Denver, Colorado. Uh, I think a lot of it has to do with that. Broncos country is yeah, powerful, man. Because, it. again, it's not, you might think, oh, it's just a top 16 or 17 market. Yep. Denver is in a sense, but Utah, Oklahoma, Kansas, New Mexico, all of those surrounding straits, the Montanas. They're all that's Broncos country, yeah, bro. Are. Yep. That is Broncos country. Yep. So um yeah, that's kind of what I think. I'm eliminating Todd Bowles. I yeah. think he's he's fifty eight years old, and I don't think that's too old to coach, not in the least. But I think he I think that's too much of uh too close to the old thing and not enough of the new thing. Right. Okay. That leaves Brian Flores, Dan Quinn, and Doug Peterson as I would think the so Broncos so top three so candidates. So you're going after the Gen Xers now. Uh, we, we've been with boomers <laughs> for too long. I I think so. Yeah. Hey. I think I, that's I, where the I, game has moved to. I think all of it needs to go that way. I just think the NFL as a whole, it's like a fast pace, offensive up and down. The the rules and the game is built for and what the league wants. Right. Wants. Right. For each game is a show that they put on TV. It is okay. The best show, and if you can hype a coach, even better. It's explosive. Right. It's you know, it's it's offense. That's yeah. what people want. So, Brian Flores, Dan Quinn, and Doug Peterson. I think is kind of what it comes down to. We have thirty seconds worth of show left before I eliminate the last two guys, and we Those pick are one. Pretty even. They're pretty equal. They're very equal. Very even. Yeah. So you're gonna try to pick one. Listen, real quick. You were talking about equal. There's nothing equal. 
Well, to Culture Street. Oh, <laughs> that's right. There's nothing like Culture <laughs> I Street. That. There's like little, I don't know, there might be a couple little spots who, I don't know, around town who yeah, might do cool some stores. sneaks and yeah. little, yeah, but not cool listen, stores. bro, not with 5,000 square footage or whatever no, you guys no, have all no, over the place, yeah. not with sections to go in where, you know, right. bro, it's like you, they, everyone's a little, you, you know, it's. Yeah, give yourself an hour to tour the place if you come, right. You could just go through the Venice Church for probably you know, an hour just looking at stuff and still not, you know, I always say that you I can walk around the store and every single time I do, I'm seeing something different right. that I didn't see before. Yeah. So it's uh, like watching a Roomba when you watch my customers. Like They're it's just like, like that. it's just so random They're You know, they don't go in a circle. It's yeah. just like bing, 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 bing. It's just all over. Yeah. So, um, you're, if you know Park Meadows, if you know the mall, if you know where the Cheesecake Factory is, they are just, just south. Like, um, you, you can walk there on right a on the two or three minute little walk there, yep. um, to get into the shop, which is outside. It's, it's attached to the mall. But it's outside the mall. Right. I guess. There's the a back drive, so go around the mall. You can literally yeah. drive in front of my store. A lot of times there's parking right in front. And there's a barbecue place you can't miss it. Uh, GQ. GQ barbecue, yeah, great barbecue, which is great. Yep. So, yep. Um, okay, bro. Um, Flores, Quinn, or Q Peterson, I'm eliminating. Okay. It went, the Why? way he left the Eagles there, mm. uh, Carson Wentz, a little bit of drama, turmoil stuff, some way, you know, that uh, might have left a bad taste in some people's mouth sure. on him. Sure. Dan Quinn and Brian Flores. I don't know if Brian Flores, if we can have Brian Flores, but I think we could have Dan Quinn. Why not, Brian? I think he'd be the hottest commodity out there. Uh, and he's 40. So the money, all the Let's things like that. It's going to come down. I, I can't pick yeah. one of those guys. I need you two to pick one of those guys, and we'll end the show. Andrew, Brian Flores or Dan Quinn? Who's the next Broncos head coach? Uh, Dan Quinn. Yeah, I'm going to have to go Dan. Okay, I'm down with that, guys. Yep. Yep. All right, that's yep. the show. Cool. Play the music. Andrew, good job. We appreciate it. In for Jake. Um, I'm going to go check out the guys at Culture Street later today. I'm an every other day guy, man. I love yeah, you guys, you bro. Yep. Awesome. I love hanging out there with, the, uh, with your crew. It's all good dudes. Now if we can just get you to change your sneakers, man. You already picked up four pair from me, and I know. you still haven't worn them. I know. I've got Dang. these busted maxes, bro. bro. I'm going yeah. to... You're just, just scared. I'm going to step my game. I'll step my game up, okay? <laughs> <All right. laughs> okay, so, Andy, thanks, bro. We appreciate you guys big time. Yeah, appreciate you. Uh, if you haven't been in Culture Street yet, go do it. Go holler at our guys. Just go in the store, walk around, tell us what you think. Uh, for... Andrew and for Andy Anilo is next I am Danny Williams we appreciate you guys and we love you guys good night Sheila Peace. good night good night thank you Sheila bye Terry bye Sheila I'll never forget tonight bye Terry all right Alan whatever go inside bye Sheila see you, see you Terry bye Sheila I don't know if you heard me bye Terry bye Sheila Oh, your diamonds are cool. We in this bitch another game. Photo shoot fresh. Looking 